Hey folks, hey future millionaires. Hey, this is Wesley, billion dollar virgin with another millionaire midnight rent. I'm currently talking to you from Houston, Texas. It's raining like cats and dogs, but I had to take this opportunity to have a conversation with you. So how's everybody doing? Let's go. Let's go. Jump in here. How's everybody feeling? Doing, doing well? Q&A. Q&A. You know, this year in 2024, going to be live more. And also, I'm going to talk to you, which means is I'm going to give you folks the opportunity to go live with me. We're going to do that tonight. And it doesn't matter if it's five people or 500 people. I'm still going to go live with you. I'm here to help. I'm here to service you. I'm here to help you succeed and manifest your dreams and and just get the things that you want. Many of you, if you're not aware, if you're brand new to the podcast here, I'm Wesley Virgin. I am a young black male from Houston, Texas. I grew up pretty average, pretty poor. But over the years, over the decades, I became a self-made millionaire. As a matter of fact, I became the first generational millionaire in my family. And now, and I run a lot of digital marketing companies, real estate. I got a lot of competencies and businesses over the years. But what I love most is what I do here every night, midnight, on Instagram, on this podcast, to talk to young business owners, entrepreneurs, and people like yourself who want to win financially. Okay? And this is just a... This brutal, direct, genuine conversation with a self-made millionaire that want to help others do the same as well. Okay, so go ahead and comment your names here below. Let me give you a shout out here. Hey, Shahida, how are you? Thank you, Joan. Happy New Year to you. My sp- wait, wait. My name is spelled W E S L E Y. Joan. Just letting you know. Hey, Summer, how are you? Uh, go ahead and comment your names below. Let me give you a shout out here. We have Dometa. Make sure you take notes as well. And a Q&A means that, you know, whatever question you have for a millionaire, like, you know, many, many people, well, it's people at times, they ask to have lunch with me to pick my brain. Well, here's an opportunity to pick my brain now. Or lie. <laughs> I don't have time for lunches and dinners and all this stuff that people want to take me out to. Um, so use this opportunity to ask the question that you want to ask to help you succeed. Hey, Latonya, Latoya. Hey, Kenneth, Selena Bryant, Bassa, Esperanza. How are you? Happy New Year to you, Pamela. How are you? Jules. Mikhail. Renee, how are you? Salvador. Great night here. Great great evening, great morning. David Asula. Kenneth Owens, how are you, sir? Okay. All right, so let's go ahead and get started here. 
Listen, if you want to go live with me, ladies, first, of course, I'm always willing to go live. Just hit that little live button below. Make sure your camera's on. I need to be able to see you and make sure you have a question as well, okay? For me. So if anybody want to go live, hey, Scott, how are you? Ensure that you just hit that little button below here and just connect to me. Now, Lynetta, how are you? Happy New Year. Hey, Ashley, how are you? All right, questions for me. Talk to me. Let's go. How much money did you make today? How many of you started? Have you started a company yet? How many of you are selling something? How many of you have actually purchased your domain? How many of you have quit your job yet? I want to know... It's January the 3rd. How many of you have made some progress? Okay. All right, Hope. She says I'm selling stuff. So let me help you. What do you guys need help with? We could talk about the law of attraction, manifestation. We could talk about the subconscious mind. We could talk about business. Finances, budgeting. Oh, you know something, folks? Let me give you the secret to my success. Well, the secret to... Let me give you my secret, the reason why I have a lot of money. As many of you are aware, I do have millions of dollars... I'm not going to tell you the exact number in cash. I just say it's more than five million, less than ten million. So, and this is cash. These are not my assets. I have another two to three million in assets. Um, but how many of you like to know why I'm able to have so much money? And I want to give this to you as a gift. I'm going to tell you why. And you can do exactly what I'm doing. It doesn't cost you a dime at all. You don't have to exude any time. It's a very simple strategy here. The reason why I'm going to have money for the rest of my life. So write this down. And it's so simplistic. Some of you are going to be like, oh, yeah, duh. Yeah, exactly. It's very simplistic, but no one does it. But all wealthy people, we all do this. Spend less. Then you earn. That's it. I spend less money than I earn. So the money that I bring in, I just spend less. That's how you stay on top, by the way. That's how you always have money. Spend less than you earn. Many of you are broke because you spend more than you earn. That's why you live from paycheck to paycheck. That's where that phrase or that concept came from. Because people just spend more than they earn. If you spend less, then you'll never not have money. This is why I'm able to invest at a minimum 100000 a month. Can you imagine investing and saving a hundred thousand every single month? A hundred thousand dollars US. Cause I spend less than I earn.
Okay? It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter what your tape, your, your, your paycheck looks like. Just spend less. Just spend less. You have to train yourself. I, when I had a job, I trained myself to spend less than I earned. Because before, I was spending all the money. But spend less. And then... You could become a very successful financial person, financially successful person. Spending less is not the answer, but earning more than spend less than you earn. What? Spending less is the answer, Eduardo. Who's giving advice? You or me? You and I. Folks, if you're going to join my life, I don't need you to give your two cents. I'm not having a debate with you about money, okay? If you don't have more money than me, and I hate to say this, just shut your god darn mouth, okay? And, I, and I'm going to say that very politely. Just shut your mouth. If you don't have more money, stop. That's another thing, folks. Stop trying to give people advice when you're not in a position where you want to be in life. Listen, be coachable. Okay. All right, who wants to go live? Ladies first. Hey, Ash, how are you? Shout out to all my queens. Shout out to all my ladies. I, you know, I never have, I rarely ever have issues with women. It's always the men. Men think they know everything. Women, listen, I've made more women millionaires than men. I wonder why. Because men don't know how to shut their fucking mouths. Excuse my language. This is a rant. So I do curse a little bit, folks. My apologies. All right. Who wants to go live here? Hey, Delana, how are you? Who wants to go live? Young lady first. If you're a young lady, your lights are on, I can see you. Let's go live here. Latoya says she like bad words. Latoya, you just a bad girl, that's why. <laughs> All right, come on, folks, talk to me. I want you to teach me how to grow right from scratch. All right, Sharon, can you be a little bit more specific? Go live with me. And we can have some dialogue and teach you some things. You know, I think it's easier for me to go live with you because, you know, a lot of questions that you guys have, other people have the same exact question here. So who have? I like bad and good balance. I love naughty and nice. Well, of course. Of course you do. All women do. All women like a... A not in a nice guy. They like the bad boy and the good guy. They like they they want a balance. They want a <laughs> a bad boy and a good boy. A bad man and a good man. Unfortunately, many men are unable to balance that dichotomy. Right? They can't either either men are too nice or too bad, too good or too wrong. Uh, but guess what? Wesley Virgin, I'm the perfect balance. 
I know how to be naughty and nice. All right, questions for me. Talk to me. Let's have a conversation here. Um, well, Eduardo, if you don't want to spend less, much love to you, brother. What's next here? Yvonne. Like, I spend less. I don't spend a lot of money on this. Like, my bill is about under 50000 a month. I don't spend a lot of money on this. Compared to the amount of money that I make. What's the next year? Talk to me. How to stay in a positive mindset. Easy. Stay around positive people. And make a conscious effort to listen to positive audio listen to positive music, listen to our, uh, anything that's uh, positive books. Just surround yourself with positivity. I need help with my drug testing company. What's going on, Ashley? What's wrong with it? Talk to me. Explain to me. Ladies, you don't want to go live here? Like, I'm willing to go live with you here. I understand that some of you ladies... You know, you don't you don't have your makeup on, but Daddy West prefer women without makeup, so I wanna see your beautiful face without the makeup. Without all that stuff on your face. You don't need it. God, when he made you, he made you beautiful, ladies. And God don't make mistakes. And he didn't make any mistakes when he created you. Love it, West. Thank you. Off my beauty rest, I'm going to add this habit list. Okay. I wanna I wanna spend less. I have a problem with spending too much. Yeah, absolutely. Like everybody that's poor and average has a spending problem, that's obvious. You know, ninety 90% plus people have a spending problem. Like they can't budget their money properly. Because they like discipline. <sighs> what made you come up with the 70-30 rule? Well, because I was broke in my 20s. Even though I made good money, I made 100000 a year. At the age of 27, I still was broke. So... I created the 70-30 rule where 30% of my money is the amount of money I use for my life to live. 70% is just for extra things that I don't need. Ashley, you do not look a mess. I'm looking at your profile picture. You're amazing. You're a pretty young lady, okay? Thank you, Salvador. Ashley and Latoya, you're gorgeous. Amen to that. Hey, Ryan, how are you, man? You're very welcome. All right, any ladies that want to go live? Let me see, we have... Live with... A young man as well.
Make sure your camera's on properly as well. Yes, we'll get to it. Yeah. Hello there. Oh, hi. How are you? <laughs> Sarah, where are you calling from? Uh, I'm Washington State. Oh, oh Washington State. No, I look like State. garbage. Okay. Yeah. Huh? I look like garbage. No, you don't. Okay. Stop that. Stop that, Cheryl. You're gorgeous. Stop. You don't like garbage. Come on now. Thank you. So, how, how can I? How can I help? Oh, um, I'm just listening in. Um, oh, you're listening in? Yeah. Are you Are you getting some value? Um. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get lots of value. You're definitely right on all the um, staying positive, being around positive, anything negative to drop it. Absolutely. 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 Okay. Well, keep listening in, and um, I'm going to go live with it few more people but thank you for going live with me thank you much love listen ladies can i give you some advice shout out let me talk to my beautiful queens talk to all the queens on here all the ladies listen i don't care how you think you look but never berate yourself like don't say you like garbage come on garbage do you know what garbage looks like Come on, you don't look like garbage. You don't look like a mess. And I get it, women. You're so hard on yourself. You're so hard on yourself. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. I truly believe that all women are beautiful. They're gorgeous. All, all women. When God created you, he created a masterpiece. And I'm thankful that God created women. Thank God for women. It's the reason why men do what they do. If there were no women on the planet, I wouldn't do anything. For what? I'd just lay in my bed all day. If it just went, if it was just men, I wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't do nothing. I'd just lay down and sleep. So thank you, women, for being you. You're awesome. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. Don't belittle yourself. Don't berate yourself. Even if you think that you look like a mess, don't say it. Just say you look. You're looking good, but you can look better. Okay. What's next here? Questions here. Talk to me. Uh, that's okay, Cheryl. Let me see. Uh, you want to go live, Hope? All right, let's go live. She want to go live for a minute. How are you, Hope? How are you? Good. Just heading to bed. Well, look at this gorgeous woman. How are you? I'm good. How are, are you? Calling? I'm doing perfect. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Owensong, Canada, Ontario. Ontario, Canada. I love Canada. All right. Well, how can I help you? Hope. Um, I just called just to say thank you. Like I'm heading to sleep. I'm. I probably look a little sleepy, but I just wanted to. How often do you get to go live with you? I just wanted to say thank you for all you do for everyone, and just grateful for your wisdom and knowledge, and just yes, just say thank you. That's it. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. 
Awesome. I appreciate you too. Have a great right. night. Sleep well. Thanks. Bye bye. I love you. Know, some, you know, shout out to the queens. You know, women. You know, I looked on my Instagram analytics and I have a high percentage of women that follow me. You know, not that many men, but women. I have a ton of women that follow me. And let me tell you some women. Thank you. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so proud of you. And thank you for trusting me. You know, I know sometimes I'm a little cray cray. I'm a little. But I want you to get the real experience of a millionaire. You know, we're not just professional people and always just on our shit. You know, we're just, we're, we're still regular people. You know, we like to have fun. We crack jokes. We could be inappropriate as well. Thank you for all the ladies and queens that follow me and they're taking my advice, utilizing my advice and putting together are reconstructed in their lives. Thank you. I appreciate you. What's next? Uh, when is Genius Strip returning? Uh, this week. I want to become a billionaire. Well, you have to make $100,000 first, young lady. Okay. Let's go live with a young a young man. I look natural but not camera ready. Okay, Ashley. I got you. Joan says women have so much to give than men and don't mean that in a derogatory way. Oh, you believe that women have more to give? Maybe so. I mean I don't know. Yeah, no. Maybe so. Maybe you're right, Joe. Women do have a lot to give. I mean, women do their children. You know, you know why I love women because women go through a lot. You know, men. If you really think about women, I know sometimes men, sometimes you tend to get annoyed <laughs> with women. But think about it. Women have a period every month for several decades, not years, every month, this woman is going to have a menstrual cycle. And I, I, can't, I can't even think about the pain, but you know, I think about my, when my daughter, she has her, it hurts so bad, she wants to cry sometimes. They try to explain to us like a sword in your body. I'm like, what? You know, in your body. And then you have to bear children. Children have to come out of you. That's insane. I'm, listen, how can you not love women? How can you not be patient with women? You can't imagine, and I can't even imagine what women go through. So it's just like, man, be patient, be calm with women. You know, just if they get a little cray cray, it's okay. They're pushing babies out of their bodies. I mean, what do they do that at? That's insane, right? So we have to appreciate them. Be patient with them. Be calm with them. Love them. Hold them. You know, just treat them like, like babies. Take care of them. Mm. You know, I mean, uh, you know, when I'm dating a woman, and I talked about this last night, 
Like, I cherish my woman. I do. I cherish her. Like, it is my responsibility as a man. And maybe one day I write a book about this and teach men how to treat women. You know, to teach men how to have a woman think about her all the time. It's not that hard, actually. But I cherish my woman. My, it's my responsibility as a man to beautify my woman, to eliminate stress from my woman's life. Women, if I'm talking, if that's, if that's making sense, come with the word amen. I mean, men, that is your responsibility. If, you're, if, you, if that's your woman, your wife, it's a few things you need to do. This is your role, to beautify her. Beautify means, like, if she needs her nails done, her hair done, she needs a, a massage, spa, facial, whatever, you know. You need to make sure that happens. Right, because that physical beauty is what initially attracted you, right? So it's your responsibility to keep her looking good, keep up with that nice glow. Two, your responsibility is de-stress her. You you can't you never you don't realize how stressed women are. I mean, they are always. It is your responsibility. They're thinking about their career their business, their children, their weight, their faces, their noses, their eyes, their eyelashes, their, I mean, everything, you know? <laughs> so it's your responsibility as a man, if that's your woman, to relieve that stress, especially financial pressure, which is the worst. Women, can I get an amen to that? Listen. Let me tell you something about a woman. That's one thing that you need to take care of, men, as it relates to a woman. Financial pressure. If you cannot relieve a woman's financial pressure, you're not going to extrapolate the best part of her. A woman that doesn't have to worry about money? Mm. Let me tell you something. You can't even. Even, oof, Jesus Christ. Uh, you, mm, that woman is going to give you all of her, okay? Does that make sense? You got to relieve that pressure from her. That's right. Women, you deserve respect, love, and kindness. I agree. All right, what's next here, folks? See, I got the women excited. And don't worry, ladies. That's my responsibility. Like, listen, my role as a mentor is not just to help people to make money. My role as a mentor is to also help men become real men. My version of men or my version of what a capable man should be. Because of if I can help men become real men that are desired, because that's another thing, man. Women want to desire you. A lot of you men that are in a relationship right now, and folks, I'm not trying to give relationship advice, but listen, um, a lot of you men that, that are in relationships with women, your woman don't desire you. <laughs> She's just tolerating you, honestly. She's settled for you because there's just nothing else out there, right? So, but you want to be 
be desired by your woman. And I've already shared how to become a man of desire. Like me, I'm a man of desire. I'm desired by women. Yeah. You know, and I can, and I've already talked about this so many times, man. So you can always listen to the podcast. But you want to be a man that's desired. Make sense? At the top of his game. You don't want to be a man that she's tolerating. Oh, God, that's the worst. Are she just selling for? Mm-hmm. By you being like that, it teaches your daughters about real love. Yeah, absolutely. Because like I have two daughters, and you know, I treat them like princesses. Of course, I mean, why wouldn't I? I treat them very, very well, and I treat them the way I expect them or I expect other men to treat them. So they they want to deal with a man that doesn't treat them either like their father or better than. I gave them a blueprint. And men, you have to realize that if you have a daughter, how you treat your daughter is a blueprint that she's going to utilize subconsciously with other men. So I said, my children up. My 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 girls up, uh, you know, for success. They're not gonna deal with Pookie and Ray Ray, and if they are, they're not gonna deal with them for long. They're gonna let them go, okay? <laughs> Quickly. <clears throat> let me see. My daughters, they're heartbreakers. <laughs> one of well, actually, one of my daughters, she's a heartbreaker for sure, and. My oldest, she's not a heartbreaker, but she will break your heart if she needs to. <laughs> you know, she's a nice girl. She's very sweet. Like Deja, she's a sweetheart. She's very nice, very kind. But if she needs to break your heart, she has another side of her. And if you ever see that side, then you got to go. She don't play. Denia, she breaks the hearts of the men. <laughs> She does. She does. She kind of like. She kind of like a dad. Kind of like me a little bit. I, I'm not saying I'm a heartbreaker, but you know I don't tolerate too much, honestly. No, oh, thank you so much, Joan. Questions for me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Questions for me, folks. Talk to me. Wes, I'm curious how do you do upsells and what are tips of setting up cl- setting up closes on the on back end? Up upsells, man, just model other people, man. Just whatever upsell that you try trying to create within a niche, just model other successful products. Did your dad teach you to be the man you are or did you do the work yourself? Well, I say this, my father, like if you guys want to talk about my childhood, anybody want to know about my childhood? I don't mind, you know. It's nothing that I want to share in here. I want to be a rapport with you, right? I want to build a connection with you. So let's talk about my childhood. Honestly, my parents, my dad's a pastor, right? Mom's a missionary. I grew up Kojic. I grew up a Christian in church but growing up 
it wasn't the best time. I mean, it wasn't the best experience. My dad was a, was a very, very authoritative man. Just very, just, this is how it is, and that's it. He's like a drill sergeant, honestly. He was like that, right? It was very uncomfortable. We hated it. But, you know, my dad was a very confident man. He was very strong-willed. Like, whatever he said he was going to do, he's going to do it. And he was a leader in his own right as well, right? He led a church. He's still a pastor of a church now. He's in Texas. So I, I did extrapolate the leadership and the communication skills and the um, the charisma from my father. If you ever met him, he's very charismatic as well, just like myself. As a matter of fact, back in the day, my dad was a ladies' man, believe it or not, right? Before he turned his life to God, of course, right? So I did extrapolate a ton from my father. But I took what my dad gave me, and I matured it to be the man that I am here today, which I'm wealthy, right? My dad, you know, was a wealthy man, but I took what he gave me and I matured it. And that's what we want for our children. I want my children to take what I've given them and to turn that into something greater, okay? Does that make sense, folks? Next question here. I'm about to quit my job quit. quit quit tonight Wes how did you get more affiliates to promote your product um, so let me tell you my secret what I did when I was broke when I was just beginning my start in internet marketing I would go to seminars and I would meet people honestly I will never forget the advice that this young man gave me I was a part of a Online mastermind, I was paying a thousand dollars a month on a credit card that I couldn't afford, but I said, Fuck it, because I wanted to be rich, folks. I don't know, yeah, I know some of you like, Oh, I want to be rich. I really no, I was committed to being rich, which means is I used whatever money I had, whatever credit I had to invest in courses, programs, seminars, whatever to make money. So, this young man gave me the greatest advice ever. I said, Man, I'm reaching out to people trying to get people to promote my product online, but no one's responding to the email. He said, Wes, if you want to fill this, you need to go to events. You need to meet the people who are the creators of the products. These people are getting emails every day from everybody like yourself. So you need to go meet the people. They need to see your face, see your enthusiasm, right? Um, see your drive, your ambition. And I did that for like two years. So that's how I was able to meet people, and these people then turn not just just become my friends, but they became my affiliates. Because I'm a likable man, obviously. That's another thing you have to learn how to be likable. If you don't know how to be likable, if you don't know how to deal with people, read the book "Skill with People" by Les Giblin. I gave my son that book when he was very, very young, and Anybody that has children, give your children this book because they need to have people skills. It's very important. I, I made him read the book and write a book report on every 
chapter and he did that a few times and this was you know like my son is 18 now but he did it when he's like nine ten years old and, and he has excellent people skills outstanding oh i love you too shakira yeah skill with people by les gilman get the book it's a short read it's very small it's incredible though i have a herbal tea company and i don't know how to make an online store try shopify shopify ashley shopify.com do your research alex angels how are you let me alexa alexa shut up um alexa play some beethoven Questions for me, folks. Hey, Cassandra. Let's go live with, with Jess. She's a business owner here. And then I go live with a young man. Alexa, turn it up to five. How are you? I'm well, how are you? Well, I'll be doing better if I can see you. One second. I literally requested you a while ago. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Take back, but it's fine. Oh, okay. It's fine. Well, now, what's your first name? Jess. How are you doing, Jess? What are you I'm calling? well. I'm calling from Houston. Oh, Houston, Texas. H. Yeah, I'm down the street. You down? Where? Where? Where in the Galleria? Uh, no, Energy Corridor. Oh, nice. So, yes, you're not too far. Not All right. Far. Well, how can I help you? All right, nice. So, I own a valet waste company, which primarily services multifamily dwellings. So, the essential part of my business is. Um, just that removing waste from door to door um, residents, apartment complexes, and we dispose of it on site. So I spent years calling property management companies, trying to um, get in that way. The entry market is high now, and the um, companies that um, have these contracts are solidified for like four to five years. So I was like, okay, let me just try to expand and go into the janitorial um, take the janitorial route. And even that is a little difficult. So I'm expanding to like state, local and government contracts, but I'm just still waiting for that. Yes. So I don't know. I actually was on your live. I joined quite often, but I'm a teacher and I'm on break. So I'm able to kind of join more consistently now. Mm -hmm. And um, I asked you, I was like, okay, well, Hey, I own a janitorial contract. What, what would you do? He was like, I would go to 20 complexes a day. So starting tomorrow, I will be hitting my first 20. So or is there anything that or any advice that you could possibly provide to um, to me when I walk in? Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, yes. I think I do remember you, actually. So you just said it. What I just said, you have to grind it out, right? Yeah. Um, you know, just the name of the game, especially if you're in the service business, right? And sure. basically, you have to sell yourself, you know, yeah. when you get to the apartment complex, because you're doing it for apartment complexes, correct? Yes, but also commercial buildings, anything that oh, will commercial be, buildings. You know, yeah. Yeah, 
I mean, you know how to sell. I mean, you, you, I can tell you, you know how to articulate yourself. So yeah. you need to sell yourself your service and you need to convince and persuade these people why they should use you. What, yeah. I, what I would do, I would give them a free, you know, maybe one day or two days. If, I mean, if you can afford it, like yeah. to give them, say, you know what? No money up front. Let me clean your building one day, 24 hours, 48 hours. If you love it, Let's get a contract. You don't, no harm, no foul. You got it. Uh, that's one way to do it because you don't know if these people, I mean, obviously, I guess they probably have a janitorial service, correct? Sure. Already, mm -hmm. So you probably have to sell them on why your service is better than theirs. And I'm pretty sure you've done your research, right, as far as why you're different and why you provide buy more value than others yes the niche for me would be green cleaning we lessen the allergens in the air reducing call outs um in addition to using green services which it comes to when it comes down to like smells and things of that sort um it's all green um products um we also do very specific measurements which essentially um brings down the cost for the uh, for the for the commercial cleaning or for the commercial buildings and things of that sort. So just a few. Not well, that's good. Yeah. And yeah, and I, I guess one thing that you can hit on is the cost, right? Yeah. You know, everybody's trying to save money, especially companies right now mm -hmm. because of the market. Um, but do you know that the average cost for uh, buildings to be clean? Like, you know what your competitors are charging? So say, for example, if we're doing like towel and there's like 2,500 square foot, so I would charge like 21, per, 21 cents per square foot. And that's the, the standard across the board. Oh, that's the standard. So mm -hmm. what is your rate? Are you giving them a discount or? No, it's 25 cents. Oh, 25. So your competitors charging 25 cents? No, they're charging 21. So if it's like the government realm, they have a little bit more extra money to spend for those type of services. So if it's government or state, it's 25. If it's local, then it's like 21%, which is the standard average. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, you got to have what is called like the USP or Unix selling proposition, mm -hmm. something that's going to be an irresistible offer, right? Yeah. When you go into these companies, you know, it's like, why should they spend time listening to you. You have to think that way. Mm -hmm. Like, why, why should we listen to this young lady that has a janitorial service? What can she offers us that's going to be so efficient, so incredible that we're going to listen and, and then spend money with her? Mm -hmm. So you have to think that way when you go into these doors with these people. Right. And I'm looking up. I'm just taking a couple of notes here. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. But definitely, you know repetition is the mother skill yeah. which means is you have to just hit the complexes every day you know your delivery your message will get better the more you do it mm -hmm. over you'll find out what works what doesn't work yeah um you know you see like you have a great personality mm -hmm. i can see the charisma yeah. as well of mm -hmm. course so i think you'll do well but you know don't get don't get discouraged if you hit 20 and everybody know. says no you know one year how many contracts yeah. you have right now one actually um but it's with human um human uh hisd houston independent school district oh. but it's not with cleaning it's more so with providing resources like i said i'm a teacher so okay. it's providing you know social emotional support for uh students families and community members so
Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, thank you. That's absolutely. So you got you. one contract. So one. What, what, yeah. what's your what's your goal? How many contracts you want to have this month? This month, um, one would be absolutely perfect. So, like I said, I'm a teacher, so I'm up at five. You know, I'm learning. I learned this entire new skill this past year, um, just government contracting, going down that rabbit hole. Um, so it just took a lot of time. So now with the amount of work it takes to complete um, a solicitation, it takes hours upon hours. So I'm like, okay, well, I've said maybe like from seven to nine working on one bid and it may take a week to complete that. So um, one, I'm, I submit one per week. Um, so hopefully one. <laughs> oh, it's, so you're, it's, submitting the gov you're submitting them online and you're trying to get yeah. the government. Try oh, I see. I see yeah how how difficult is that it is so time consuming and honestly it's a white I'm not trying to be racist or anything like that yeah. but it's a white means game so it's full of fluff you know and if you don't know these specifications of like i mean all the things it it can really just send you in a loop you know so i have just been trying so say for example i have one um for like south in south dakota for janitorial services and it literally breaks down every little thing and you have to go in and just provide specifications for this and specifications for that and you have to provide a quality control template and a site management template and just all the things for that specific site and i have literally eight different uh areas where i would be providing new services for so it's just it's just tedious work it's so tedious well of so, course yes you know you're just learning yeah and that's normal yeah you're just learning a new skill you're learning a new way the government contracts but once you get them i mean that's a it's a ton of money yeah and, and once you get one you know you put that on your resume to get more absolutely did this with these guys so yeah yeah put in the work put in that's the work and you'll be you're gonna make it a black woman's game. That's it. You know That's I mean? it. There you, go. you better claim it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm proud Thank of you. Well, let me know yeah. when you get your next contract. Most definitely will. Thank you for your time. Much love. Bye. Yeah, I like that. That young lady, she's out there beating the streets, and Alexa, turn it down to three. And listen, you know, it's not like a white man's game and all this game. It's just a people's game, folks. You know, we don't have to do um, compartmentalize things such as, well, this is a white man's game, this is a black man's game. Ah, it's anybody's game. It's anybody's game that want to play it, okay? I could say the internet marketing is a white man's game, but it's not. It's a Wesley Virgin's game because I dominate this market now, right? So I'll say go out there. I'm proud of that young lady. Lady, I want to give her some advice. What advice you want to give her? Well, just just reach out to her on, on in the DM. You can give her some advice. Let's get a young man now. Let's talk, talk to Mr. James. I haven't spoken with him in a while. All right, James, you're back. You're back, sir. Again. Back again, man. What's going on? Oh. No, man. Talk to me. So I wanted to ask you some questions. Um, first, I want to ask about scalability. How would you go about scaling a company from $30,000 a month to $100,000 a month? Uh, I mean, I can raise my prices. That's one, right? Two, I can just add more upsells. 
three, I can increase the lifetime customer value by just selling them more stuff. But it kind of depends on what business that you're in and how you're making the $30,000 a month now. Okay, so the price prices, would you would you price the product and also tell whoever you're pricing it to that the price has raised or would you keep the price how it is for those people or just scale it up for other people? So it depends on, are we talking about recurring? Are we talking about customers that buy one time? What's the model? I'm talking about re reoccurring revenue, basically. Reoccurring, oh, oh you mean like, like you said, if it's a Netflix, they're paying seven bucks a month, then all of a sudden now it's nine bucks a month? Yes. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you can just, uh, you just tell the people that you're increasing the price. And you just do the math, right, as far as um, how many, even if you, say if it was, say if like, like Netflix, seven bucks a month used to be, now I think it's nine bucks. They don't care too much. They know they're going to lose some people, but that $2 increase if they got millions of users they still win in a way that it doesn't even matter if the people they drop off so you have to kind of do the math it depends on how many subscriptions you have or if you have if you have a current subscription what i would do is i would just add more upsells or sell them more stuff just because you know, remember anytime you get a customer it's something that's called a uh, lifetime customer value which is how much money can I earn from this customer? Because they buy from you one time, they'll buy from you another. Make sense? Makes sense. So about going about that, um, I have other people that are doing what I'm doing right now. The question is, um, a young man I told me, he said, create a system. What, my question is, what does a system mean in your opinion when it comes to business? Okay, so when you say a system, do you mean a a automatic system that brings in the sales you're talking about operations are you talking about management i basically say sales uh, system a sales system so for example say if you had i'm just going to give you an example say if you have a product online you sell it you get a customer that customer goes in to your back end your back end which is a sales team and the sales team sell them all other stuff. Now you can have a manager, right? That manages that team that just reports to you. So when I think about a system, I just think about uh, more of an autopilot type of systematic process where you don't have to be hands-on because you have, you know, the manager or the sales manager in place to uh, take care of the sells people as well but it all depends on the business the business so the so another thing i wanted to ask you is so you're a multi-millionaire i want to know what are your daily habits that you use to become a to become a multi-millionaire right now what i'm doing is i have as you can see a queue so a queue would probably be my activities and then at the end of the day i'll write um how much money i've made and how what i did to improve and things that i did wrong and basically like everything that i would do every single day would be a daily habit and I would just stack my daily habits. And, you know, over time, you know, this will lead me to a million dollars because I'm tracking the progress so soon. So my question is, what other daily habits that I can also put inside of my book that will um, lead to daily habits of becoming a multi-millionaire? Okay. So I guess you really want to make this million dollars. I've been talking to you for a long time. Look, this is, this is the simplest way to do it. I'm going to give it to you. 
and I'm going to give it to everybody. But the issue is just people, they don't realize how simple it is to make a million dollars, but the issue is just people are just not willing to do it. So if you got chunk down a million dollars, all you need to do a million dollars a year is about, we'll just say $3,000 a day, but actually it's less. Uh, it's probably $2,700 a day. So if I need to make $2,700 a day, let's say, okay, so how can I bring in $2,700 a day? It's, it's only a few ways. Um, you got to sell something, right? You either got to sell something yourself or you sell somebody else's stuff, right? Like this it's affiliate marketing, right? Basically. So for instance, if you find a product online, an affiliate product that pays your commission, which would be say if you find an affiliate product that will pay you a thousand dollars every time you sell it. If you sell three a day, then you're a millionaire basically, because that'll be like eighty to ninety thousand dollars a month. Yes, yes, I do feel that is a great way for someone to become a multimillionaire. But for me personally, when I say that I'm tracking how many how much money I'm making per day, I'm tracking how much reoccurring revenue I'm making per day. Reoccurring um people that I'm signing on per day. So it's like, you know, it's more of a stacking um, situation more than a, a per day calculation. Because at the same time, people may drop off. So it's really about retaining guys. So what are you, person. are you in network marketing? Um, it has to do with, I guess you could say, it has to do with marketing. Marketing, yeah. Yeah, you're, are you recruiting people? Recruiting people, yes. Yeah, yeah, I miss a good business to get involved. Like, listen, that was my first... Network marketing, I know a lot of people don't like MLM. Like, I'm not in it now. But MLM gave me my start because the great thing about MLM is... No, I'll tell you what I do. I'll tell you what I do. I do social media marketing. I have a social media marketing agency. Oh, okay, okay. So you, do, so you just sign up clients and you just do the work for them and they pay you per month, right? So yes, how many clients do you have so far? Right now I have about 10 clients. And how much are they paying you per month? So I usually like to put it at base range based on their budget, but usually I like to keep it no minimum than 5K a month, but I like to keep it like 10K minimum. Like 10K. What are they paying you currently per month? Currently, a thousand. Cause I, I didn't, when I first got into the business, as you can say, I wasn't really like- So each of them are paying you a thousand, so that's 10,000 a month, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So you're making ten thousand dollars a month right now. That's good. That's really good, actually. You got ten clients. So the next question is, how did you acquire the the clients? How did you find them? Uh, I found them through, I guess you could say, this group that I have. Um, so basically, just through groups, like Facebook groups. Groups. Yes. So will you just join other groups and you just sell them? Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's good. Do you do all the clothing yourself? You do everything. I do everything myself. Everything. So how many clients do you close per, do you close per day, per week, per month? Like what is your close rate? So I started this company a month ago, right? So I started this company a month ago. And then when I started this company, I wasn't really, like, I guess like two months ago. I started this company two months ago and I wasn't really thinking like, you know, closing rate. But I guess you say the first, I only interviewed about 14 people. So, you know. 10 out of 10 people join out of 14. So I mean, that's be really good. I guess to say it's cause my, I'm, I've really been reading a lot of books, like I say, persuasion books and stuff like that. So. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I mean, 10 out of 14 is, is outstanding, honestly. So the question is how can you get in front of more people 
she can close more people because if you close 10 people in one month, my question to you is how many people are you talking to per day? Per day, I usually call like, per day, I, I like to do at least 50, remember them. I guess you could say yesterday was 100. So I tried to shoot for 100, but yesterday I did 37. So you call 37 people or you talk to 37 people? I called 37 people, I talked to three people, but. So but out of those three people, no one signed up. Out of those three people, like no meeting was scheduled, so I don't really count the people that. That's I got you. Just, that was a lot of. Just make, make sure. I I would say. So, what you're doing now, you need to put a system around it, which means is, I get it. Right now, you're doing the Facebook groups. You jump into the Facebook groups, and I guess what you're posting the ad or something. Or are you posting something? Posting the ad. And, then they reply to it, then you call them, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the system on its own, even though right now it's a manual system. But it's fine because you need to perfect the system first, right? Yes. Um, you need to perfect the system. And you got to get to the point that, you know, that you're making 100-plus calls every single day and then finding new ways to get people on the phone, such as text messages. I don't know if you text them. People answer text fast and quickly. Uh, especially when you're online and you're doing the the whole ad and you say, hey, type the word, blah, blah, blah. If you want to hear more, that's what usually people do right then. They call you or you call them. Um, but I think what you're currently doing is, is great. But I would say you need to talk to more people per day. You got to talk to at least 100 people per day, which means is that you may have to go into, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 groups. But you can also hire a VA. Like if you're making ten thousand dollars a month, you can get a VA on Fiverr.com for a couple of dollars, and you can have him post that, that ad every day in fifty to a hundred groups. So you have a ton of leads. Make sense? And what you do is the ad that you post, you tell them to text a number. You have like it can be your number. You just say. Text this number if you want to know more. Then you're just getting leads every day, basically. Make sense? Yes. You're just getting leads coming into your phone from the VA that's just posting your ad that you know it works in all type of entrepreneurship groups or whatever group that you're targeting. The reason you get Go ahead. The reason why I'm changing the prices is because I met a guy who's doing exactly what I'm doing, and he's charging 10K, 20K. Per client, so I'm like, wow, I'm really yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But don't let listen, listen. Don't let's just call this shiny object syndrome, man. People are charging a hundred thousand too, but right now you feel comfortable with a thousand. Just stay there, stay there, and get a hundred client clients at a thousand bucks. Do that. Get to hundred clients. Get a hundred clients at a get fifty to a hundred people paying you a thousand dollar, man. Fifty people, that's fifty thousand a month. Makes sense. I'll be a lot of um, a lot of people I have to hire though. So right now I'm in a process of hiring people. Like I want to know, should I hire people right now or should I just keep all the money for my hire people to do what? Hire people to do all the social media marketing for the companies that I'm talking. So to. what what are you doing for them exactly? Like what are the packages? What do they look like? So the packages will basically be. I don't want to go for, too far in detail. But the package is basically be like helping. Like how much time does it take you to do it for the client? Sixty you know, seconds. Per, huh? less, than, less, less, less than ten minutes because 
I've mastered it, but a normal person probably take two hours. But for me, it takes less than 10 minutes. Okay. So if it takes you, is it 10 minutes a month? No, it's taking, it takes me 10 minutes to do what I do for the client. That's what I'm saying. Is it 10 minutes a month? What do you mean 10 minutes a month? You said they're paying you $1,000 every single month, correct? Yes. And I asked you, said, so what do you do for them? You said it only takes you 10 minutes to do what you're going to do for them, right? Yes. You're doing it every month, or you just do it one time and that's it? Every month, so they're on a subscription, so recurring so, revenue. So my, so you said to you, so I said, is it ten minutes a month for each client? No, not ten minutes a month. <laughs> I'm saying how long it takes me to do the work takes me ten minutes. That's that's what I'm saying. I said, you said it takes you ten minutes to do something for client A. So if client A in January pays you a thousand dollars, you take ten minutes and it's done. My question is, oh no, do you do it again oh, 10 in minutes February? A day. 10 minutes a day it would take, huh? 10 minutes a day it would take, not 10 minutes a month. So, no, no, what I'm saying is, are you doing something every day for the same client? Yes, and it takes you 10 minutes a day to do it for that, for that one client every single day, right? Yes, but, but that can be automated, correct? Yes, so just automated then, automated. I mean, whatever you're doing, just automate it. If you know how to automate it, okay, that's 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 good. I, I don't know, I don't know what you're doing, so, but it's too many ways to automate this stuff now. I mean, I mean, they got social media people that's doing, you know, what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing, but, I mean, they just automated a lot of stuff with, you know, it's so many software now that I can post to every single. I mean, because I don't know what you're doing, but it's so many automations. Are you? You I want to hire a VA to do all their work, honestly, for you. I need to. I need to do that because, you know, I really could just, you know, not have so much of that time being taken away from me. But my question is, what made you get into digital marketing? Um, so I got into digital marketing or just internet marketing because I wanted to make money easier and faster. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted to make money in my sleep, to be honest with you. And I just looked at the internet as a way, like that. Honestly, I, I kind of used the first principle theory. I said, you know what? Everybody is on the internet. There's a lot of people on the internet, and a lot of people are buying stuff on the internet. And the internet is 24 hours, and like it never goes to sleep. So if I can create a product that I can get somebody to buy, even when I'm asleep, I can be wealthy. And I don't even have to work as much because I can just set it up one time and create a funnel and make money on autopilot. So I was very interested in making money on autopilot because I already made, I made good money with my job. I had, you know, I'm making $20,000, $25,000 a month at, at a job. So, but I wanted to make that amount of money without doing nothing. I set it up one time and just make money passive, passively. Can I tell you something? Can I say what's the best thing about what I'm doing right now? The best thing about what I'm doing is that I'm learning business, which means that I'm actually going to be starting. A, I want to know your opinion on this. I'm starting a digital digital product within the next two months because I'm learning all the, how to learning all this marketing stuff. I'm like, I might as well do this for myself. I'm seeing them become extremely successful. So, like, what's your opinion? Think I should just go and do it or wait a couple months and like really I'm a, master. I would say this once you master what you're currently doing, 
you can sell that knowledge and um <coughs> create a product and just sell yeah. it like everything product. you're doing just sell it you know if it, when you get really good at it you know when you get yourself to like thirty fifty thousand dollars a month you create a product that says how i how, how old are you right now i'm 19 years old right now yeah to say how a 90 year old is making fifty thousand dollars a month from his home on autopilot three steps you know that's all you do you just do a webinar and you just tell people how you did it and you sell them on a package at the end of the webinar very simple honestly not even that difficult but right now just get 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 yourself 30 to 50 clients first. 30 to 50 clients then do the digital part absolutely that's great and my question is also like how does someone change their perception like to everyone watching how does someone change their perception perception of what perception of reality well so the word perception means uh, in simple term it, it just means opinion right so you have an opinion about your current reality like what is your opinion about your reality right now my opinion about reality i feel that i create my reality and i know i want to become a multi-millionaire okay. because that's what i have planned for my life i'm in a plan to actually plan to do it so that is where I see myself and that's what the reality is. So it's like, I live in a future most of the time. I barely, I don't, I never live in the past. I only live in the future. And when I live in the present is mostly me doing, working towards the plan. So for me personally, that's basically how I live my life because I feel like, you know, the future is where it's at. So, you know, and I, and I know we become more time and I know hundred percent that's a fact. So, you well, know, it's about, how do you, well, how do you know? How do I know? Because I believe in myself and I know what happened. I created an action plan for it to happen. And all I have to do is execute the action plan and know what happened. So that's yeah, all it is. So you just explain how to change your perception. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> you just asking your own question there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how do you, how, yeah, yeah, that's true. But I wanted, to, yeah, yeah. So I just answered my own question now. What doing your business? Yeah. Have you ever had to open an LLC, or would you stick with a sole proprietorship? Would you say? Uh, I mean, you know, you need to really, really reach out to your accountant for that. But like in Texas, I do an S corp because of tax purposes only. But like, cause like internet business, I don't really necessarily need an LLC, honestly. Um, because I don't like have a physical business. But you got to really reach out to your accountant. Um and asking what's best for that state. Cause I'm always, I just don't want to pay a lot of taxes, obviously, right? Yeah. I'm not really worried about it. Won't, no one suing me, um, but just the whole tax thing. So depends on what state you're in, you need to reach out to your accountant to see what's suitable for the business. Yes, because I feel like, you know, LOC is usually is to prevent, like if you have a, a, a state, like a risk to your company, like if someone's suing, then that will be that. But me personally, I'm only working with high. I'm working with high individuals, so it's not really nobody trying to sue me because they're already doing something with their own life. You know what I mean? So yeah, just reach out to your accountant. It's best to get the information from them, right? They have, they can articulate it better, even better than I can. You know, depending on what you're doing, you explain to them what you're doing, what you want to do, and then they give you the best option. If you corp, S corp, LLC. Um, but honestly, I wouldn't even think about that until you're making like 400,000 plus a, a year first. You need to be making some money. Other than that, it just, that's kind of worth it. It's getting a LSS court when you're not really making big bucks yet. How important 
important is credit? Uh, how important is credit? Well, I would say, you know, that's a, that's a great question. I've been focused on the money. I haven't really, like, so I haven't really, like, thought about that. But people are telling me to start my credit. But I just yeah. I mean, you, you being 19 year old, I would definitely get a credit card and just pay it off, right? Just, just be disciplined, right? When you use it, just pay it off immediately. It's, it's, it, it doesn't work against you having good credit. You definitely want to have bad credit, right? So, because you never know, like me, sometimes I tend to pay for cash for a lot of things, but like my Rolls Royce, I didn't pay cash for it, right? My ID record. So I had to use my credit to get that uh to get that vehicle so as if you're 19 start establishing credit get yourself a little credit card just pay it off man every month just train yourself to pay it off every time you use it pay it off because it doesn't work against you and it, it only works for you you want to get an apartment you want to get a house one day alone so having good credit is still beneficial especially you know at 19 years old so definitely go ahead and start establishing credit i see you're making ten thousand a month man go get your credit card at what revenue though should i take the chance to leap out and just like move somewhere like luxury or do you think uh i should establish more well where are you staying you still staying with your parents yes oh oh yeah don't move until i would say this man wait till you get about 50 to 100 thousand in the bank um it shouldn't take you that long to do that. I mean, with the with the rate you're going at, wait till you do that. You know, establish your credit, and then you know, 2021, go ahead and get your first apartment. Should it be like something super luxury, or should it be? Well, it depends else? on how you define luxury. Luxury, I would say, um, twenty thousand dollars a month uh, penthouse. Twenty thousand dollars a month? Yeah. What yeah. I'll be like. Wait. Wait for oh, your first right. place? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 sir. No, no. sir. Absolutely. Where do you live? Where, where do you where you live? I live in New Jersey. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know what the apartment price is in uh, New Jersey, but that's more expensive. It's East Coast, right? So, I would say, man, keep it under twenty five hundred for your first apartment. You don't need to go out there and do a twenty k because you're brand new to business. Get you something twenty five hundred dollars and below. You get yourself a nice place. Live, look, for the first five years, live as if you have no money, my man. First five years? Yeah. Train yourself to be this way. Trust me. You're, you're thanking because I know a lot of young kids, they made some money. They made a little money, and they just start spending it, and then something happens in their business, and now they're broke, you know, because, you know, they made – maybe 50 grand every month, then all of a sudden they went to 50 grand to 10 grand to five grand to nothing. I know this young man, I know this one young man right now, he's probably on this live. So what happened to him? He was making 50, $60,000 a month, and all of a sudden something happened because he had bought a place. He, he didn't buy a place, but he got a, he rented a place in Miami, living the, the high life now, he's staying with his father. Yeah. He lost it. He lost it. He lost everything because he wasn't smart with the money. <clears throat> what you want to do for it? Listen, I didn't start spending extravagantly until I had a million dollars cash, man. Personally, yeah. I'm not buying a Lamborghini unless I have three million in the bank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, y'all ain't worried about that, man. Right now, get yourself a hundred thousand dollars in your bank account. Take that hundred K, 
and put that in a brokerage account index fund and let that make money for you. Then start from ground zero again and all that other money that you make. Now, as you start making this money, now you go get your apartment, go get your little car because you're still learning business. So many things about business that you still need to learn as you're starting to build your social media agency. Should I still keep revenue in the bank or no? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, you keep a couple thousand in the bank. Yeah, because I was thinking about that because um, someone had told me, said, like, don't put your money in the cash. One of my um, millionaire friends, he said, hey, don't put money in the cash. Don't put don't put cash in the bank. Don't put cash in the bank. Put it in, in real estate. Put it into this and that. But yeah, I want to be able to spend my money. Yeah, yeah, you're still going to have a couple hundred thousand dollars in the bank. It's not a big deal. Not too much, you know what I mean? But 10000 20000 whatever, you know, for your daily expenses and things of that sort. Ten and twenty thousand. Okay, so that's that's great. So, um, oh yeah, skill versus talent and why? This is extremely important. Skill versus talent and why? When you say skill versus talent, but what what's the question? So, when I say skill, someone, for example, is very good at I guess you could say playing the piano, really good at it. He's talented, talented, talented. And then skill, I would say that he developed it. He was trash in the beginning, but he kept practicing over and over and over. And now he's a master at it. So what's better to have, skill or talent? Being automatically good at something or being skillful at something, developing a list of skill sets? Well, I think skill for sure, right? Because uh, talent, you know, some people are just gifted, right? Yeah. Based off what happened when they were babies or very young children, but skill is the name of the game. You know what I mean? Um, especially if you don't have the talent for whatever you're trying to have the talent for, just build a skill. So I would say just build, build a skill, man. I mean, everything that I built, it was skill. I didn't have any talent in what I'm currently doing. Like, it wasn't just automatic for me to run a company, a business, because my parents didn't run a business, right? So I had to learn that. Owning a company is... It's probably one of the in the beginning. I feel like it's very easy, but I'm pretty sure that as I keep going, it's going to be harder. And I'm, I'm ready for the challenges. I'm ready to hit 100k a month and have these many people working for me. And like, it's going to be a lot. Like, I feel like one thing that's very important is leadership. That I really have to learn is I need to learn how to manage people. So that's going to be next on my list of skills that I need to learn how to manage people. Like, how important is managing people in your opinion? Being able to do that. Oh, extremely important. I mean, so it's different phases of a business. The first phase, which you're in, um, you know, making money with yourself. You're the only person in the company. You're creating the systems. You're learning how to acquire the customers. You're learning how to deal with the customers, service part of the business, the operations part of the business. Like, you almost everything. The next phase is, is when you start to hire people, okay? And now you have to get good at finding good talent, right? Find people that are competent enough to do what you need them to do and be efficient. And then now you have to actually manage these people, right? You have to manage not just their work, but their emotions, right? Because these people, even though you want them to produce something, they still have families, they still have needs, they get mad, they get upset, they get pissed, they get whatever, right? So that's where the leadership skills come in you have to learn how to manage people's emotions you have to learn how to 
motivate people, inspire people, understand their needs and their wants based off your vision for your company, right? But right now, you're just in a phase of running the company yourself. You need to stay there for a while um, until you get it down so well that now you're ready to bring on new people. But the book Skill with People by Les Giblin will help you with leadership because it would teach you about people, how to deal with people, how to manage people, how to understand people, and how to influence them properly to get what you want done and have them excited about it. What do you say influence to get um, influence to get them excited about it? Um, let's say that someone enters my company, like it's they're hiring me and they're not really in it for, cause they're excited about it, but they're in it to get the money. Is that still somebody to hire? You said they're not excited about it? They're not excited to work, but they're excited about the money they're going to earn from working. Nah, from they got to be excited. Like me, I don't, I don't hire people unless they're, they need to be excited about my vision and the company. If they're not excited, I, I don't want them on board. Um, so I don't take anybody. Huh? So I don't take anybody, no matter but no matter how much I might um, want them at the moment to work. You know the thing is, listen. You want, you want people to be excited to make money, of course. But if they're not excited about your company, why would you want to hire a person that's not excited about your company? Yeah, that's true. Right? I mean, <laughs> if he's coming in with a pissy attitude every day because he hates your he hates your freaking <laughs> company, but he making some money. I mean, that's going to kill the whole just temperature of the employees. You got to get rid of that guy immediately. Because my thing is, I want to have, my thing that I'm really focused on and that I think that I'm starting to master is long-term, long-term, doing, doing good business with long-term people. And what I mean by that is good long-term business with long-term people that I will hire, long-term people that I'm working with. Are they feeling good? I always ask my clients, hey, how are you feeling about what's going on right now? Is everything going great? And they say, yeah, everything's going great, actually. I thank you for asking that. And, you know, I like to keep my people happy because I feel like the satisfaction is what matters the most. Well, and I noticed that a lot, of, a lot of companies are doing that, you know, YouTube, Facebook. They're asking, hey, how did you feel about this video? Because if you're able to keep the, uh, the client, I guess you could say, there for a long time, happy for a long time, you know, they built that bit that rapport built. So I know you're talking a lot about rapport, and I feel like that's really what it is to what I need to do for hiring phase. So, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm a, I'm a really like when a rapport, rapport. When you say rapport, you know how yeah. important is rapport? Do you think? Because I know you said rapport, 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 but do you think when you're doing these meetings, it's rapport more important? Is it the actual fact that you can actually make them? Wait, you're breaking up. You're breaking up. Yeah, I was saying, do you think the rapport is more important or the actual factual facts that you can make, that you can do this for them? You mean for the clients or for the employees? For the clients and employees. Uh, yeah, well, obviously, the clients, especially when you're getting ready to sell them, I don't know if you're talking about before the selling process or after the selling process, but... Yeah, rapport is the name of the game, especially before you sell them. And that's just, you need to build likability, right? Something that is similar to what you do, to what they do. For example, like if they have a kid, you say, oh, I have a kid too. If they're from Minnesota, oh, I'm from Minnesota too, right? That's all rapport, finding the similarities, right? Because people do business with people that they like, 
not necessarily people that are super smart. They just, if you're like a friend to them and they feel that energy, then they give you all their money, 100%. Honest fact, I say this out here live right now. All of my clients, I love all of them. They treat me with so much respect. And um, that's, that's honestly the best feeling. Like having clients that you respect. You know, I actually, unfortunately, had to let go of a, a client before because the respect factor. And it's really about, you know, the, is it good energy? Is it good energy all around? So, me personally, anybody that's like starting a business, I would say like, do good business with good energy people because, you know, you just want to make sure it's only pure energy, high vibrations only. Because <laughs> high energy, high income, let's go! Wesley, million dollar version. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's Wesley. So, I, I'm, I'm actually a very excited about the scalability that you have told me today, the pricing point. Now, so you're saying to keep it at $1,000, don't scale to 10,000, 20,000, no matter what these people are doing on the internet. Or no, not right now because it's, cause it's working, like it's working. Don't change anything that's working. If you close so 10 like, people out 14 people, it's working. So like, oh, it's like, oh my gosh, like I was looking at this, I'm looking at my boy that's making like 10K off of each client, I'm like, yo. I'm like, bro, I gotta, I gotta do this, but you know, I'm so glad that I got on the phone with you because you're saying that stay at 1,000, that you're saying, so. Remember this quote, What's compare, quote? don't compare yourself to what others are today, compare yourself to who you were yesterday, right? So don't, it's always gonna be somebody else making more money, it's always gonna be somebody else charging more, but you don't know what, they're doing and how they did and how long they've been doing to be there right compare look at your own progress last year or two years ago you were making ten thousand a month you didn't have a social media agency right i've been talking to you for a very long time so now i mean i'm proud of you because now you're getting clients you're getting it you're understanding how to sell you got some clients you're still 19 years old staring your pants bringing in ten thousand dollars a month gratitude so Stay right there. It's working. Get 50 more clients that's paying you $1,000 a month. And I want everybody to know this right now, that 2021, I had $0, zero everything. And I happened, to, I happened to live with Wesley. He motivated me. And I completely say that no matter if I'm making $500,000 a month, a million dollars a month, I will always be listening to Wesley. Listen to Wesley. Everyone that's watching this live right now, listen to Wesley. I might not be on a live, but I promise you, I'm listening to Wesley. Apple Podcasts, I'm listening to Wesley. Every day, my mom was like, oh, you still listen to Wesley? I'm like, of course I'm listening to Wesley. <laughs> Wesley will completely change your life. You keep listening to Wesley, I promise you, your life will change. When I was 16 years old, you know, I had no money in my bank account. All I wanted to be was a famous YouTuber. The whole time, I didn't realize. The whole time, I wanted to be rich, but I didn't even realize that because I was so caught up in the fame and, and I wanted to be this and being that. And, you know, I started off doing YouTube, you know, I realized that I, I got a lot of, I was very hard for me to get views. I was very struggling. And then Wesley said, hey man, do this, do that. And, you know, and I applied to action and then I kept learning, kept learning more on YouTube. And then eventually one video popped off. I sent the video to Wesley, Wesley, 30,000 views. Let's go, Wesley. And then he's going to be like, he's like, you finally do it, you finally doing it, man. And it was exciting, it was exciting, right? So I'm doing good with YouTube, the YouTube's going up, but all of a sudden I see a dip in the YouTube. 
So I said, hold on, what? So I was like, so money's not, I was like, so once he gets it on top on YouTube, money is still fluctuating? I was like, wow. So I was, it was not to what I thought it was going to be. So it's like, you know, you could be, be famous on YouTube, but the income will always go like this. That's why Mr. Beast has Feastables. But to be back on topic, right? I kept doing YouTube. The YouTube, um, you know, it's, it's pulling views, but I realized that it's dipping. When I realized that it's dipping, I go and create more channels. That's bringing me income right now as well. But the whole thing I can say is that if it wasn't, I promise you right now, Wesley has changed my life. Through that whole process, even to now, when I had that click in my mind two months ago to start a company, I started with, I'm not going to say much money I started with, but it requires zero dollars to start my, my company. So I, you, you could really start it with zero dollars, right? So I started my company with the vision. And the crazy part about it is, guess what? When I was young, from 16 to 19 years old, what I kept watching, what I kept seeing, I kept seeing Wesley Virgin, kept seeing Wesley Virgin, kept saying he's doing digital marketing, kept doing, kept seeing it, seeing it, seeing it. And it's crazy that I'm literally becoming who my, my mentor is, which is Wesley. And I love Wesley so much. And I'm going to keep listening to Wesley. I don't care if I make $100 million. I don't care if I, I make a billion dollars. I will always be listening to Wesley. Keep your faith in Wesley. Wesley knows he's talking about all these other gurus out here. Um, flexing 30K, 20K, it's all cap. It's all cap. Focus. Make sure you listen to Wesley. Wesley knows what he's talking about. Let Wesley is the best. And Wesley actually cares about you guys. He's, Wesley really cares about you guys. Wesley is the best. Wesley put me onto manifestation, meditation, everything. If it wasn't for Wesley, I promise you, I would not be the person that I am today. I swear to God. So, um... Wesley, I Thank you, brother. I just had to say that. that I, I love you, Wesley. I really, really do. I'm saying this from the heart because literally I was 16 years old. You seen me, Wesley. I was broke. I, I was 16 I did, years I old. Did. I did. And I, I was sitting there and I was literally like, Wesley, I don't know what I'm going to do, man, with my glasses on. <laughs> so like that. I, I do. I'm, oh, you man. know, folks, I could tell the story about James. I, we met James, man. He was 16. He wanted to be a famous YouTuber. And I remember he would always go live and say, Wesley, well, what do you think I'm doing wrong? Well, Wesley, you know, why do you think I can't think consistently? <laughs> he would ask the same questions over and over. But one thing that I admired about James, he did not give up. He had the same attitude, same smile. And he tried a lot of different things. And now, three years later, this man is making $10,000 a month. Let's Watching go. Wesley. Oh. And it's when I tell you guys, it's the programming, it's the programming. You have to listen to Wesley over and I'm telling you, yeah. Wesley, right now, I still watch your videos on YouTube of your rants that you have back like four years yeah. ago of you in the car making videos. I still watch those. I still watch the videos that you're uploading every single day. And I will never stop watching you ever. I don't care if I'm making a million dollars a month. I'm still in here. Yo, what's up, Wesley? Wesley, I'm in the live right now. Wesley, you see me, Wesley? Wait, wait, it is, man. So, thank you, brother. Everyone, I would say, keep watching Wesley. Keep watching Wesley because he will change your life. He will. He will. And honestly, Wesley's an all around good person. All around. All around good person. If Wesley, his energy is so good, so pure, that even if he had zero dollars, I would still watch him. Yo, I don't think you guys understand. It's the energy of Wesley. 
Wesley's energy is his aura. His aura is what's the best. What's the best? The income is just to add a bonus. But when I say the aura, like being hanging around Wesley, being around Wesley is the best feeling that you can ever that I will ever that you will ever have. I'm telling you. That's what I'm saying. That's so grateful to be able to listen to Wesley. And I'm grateful that Wesley was able to come on more time knowing. I'm grateful. I'm so happy for him. Because I know he grinded years and years and years to become this. And you know, Wesley, you you are the best, Wesley. That's what I have to say to you, Wesley. You are the best. Brother, I, I appreciate you, man. I mean, you just made my night, brother. You made my night. I've had many people show gratitude, but man, you just I, I mean that that's that's the best commercial I've ever heard in my life. That was amazing. That was beautiful. But you know, James, keep doing what you're doing. Let me know when you hit 50k per month. I'm pretty sure we definitely will meet one day. Maybe I'll come down to New Jersey and surprise you. Never know, brother, because I'm everywhere. But I'm proud of you, man. I've seen you work your ass off over the years. Work hard. You never gave up from your YouTube channel, from everything that you've tried to do, your reaction channels, but you didn't stop. And he's right. It's just a program, honestly. And this is why the therapy just keep listening to this information. One day it will click. All the information that you're absorbing collectively in the mind, it's going to believe, it's going to create strategies and beliefs that's going to allow you to do which you could have done years ago. But it just takes time for the mind to absorb the new information and to put the information away to create success. Much love, James. Much love, Wesley. I love you, Wesley. You too, brother. All right. That, that makes sense. That, that was beautiful. You know, that young man, he's been listening to my rants. You know, you folks are always asking, is anybody actually making money? Is anybody actually make? Well, you just heard it from the man himself. That young man has been following me since he was 16 years old. True story. I wouldn't lie with him. I've been lying with James maybe, I don't know, 10 times. <laughs> like he's always on my rant. Always. This young man is always, I don't think he's ever missed a rant. He's always, I've been doing these rants for like what, four, four years. He is always on the rants. Always. And now um, he'll never work another job in his life he's making ten thousand dollars a month he's making more than the average person or even the average family now and he's still staying with his parents stacking that bread there so you heard the man he said listen to wesley virgin he said it not me okay next question for, for me folks talk to me you folks getting value here tonight Let me see. Well, thank you. Yeah, John, I think I, I know you per, per, uh, personally as well. Any more questions for me before I let you go here tonight, folks? Alexa, shut up. Wesley, I'm 21 and in a relationship. I'm unsure whether to stay or leave. I tend to feel like I need to save her due to her mental health issues and her traumatic past. What do I do? Leave her. That's easy. 
leave her, dump her, let her go tonight. First of all, you're not a psychologist, so you cannot properly diagnose her mental issues, okay? Whatever issues you think she have or you think she has. Leave her, okay? Leave her. Tell her that you love her, but you got to go. You need to work on yourself. That's easy. I mean, listen, if you're 21 years old, any man that's 21 years old does not deserve to be in a relationship because 21-year-olds, they don't know what the, they don't even know what they want to do in life. They have no clue what they want to do. They haven't selected a career. And a woman is nothing but a distraction for you. She's going to distract you emotionally, honestly. I I suggest all men in their 20s, teenagers, just focus on the money first. Just get the money. Get the money and master the money, okay? Because women want to be around a man that has money. Not calling women gold diggers. They're not a gold. They're not gold. Just women want to feel that the man can provide for himself and to provide for her future family, right? So women just smart, you know? So get the money first. Go ahead and dump her because she might dump you for another man that's more capable. What's next? And man, you know, all the men on here, especially young men that have a girlfriend, leave her. I suggest all, all young men that have no money, leave your girl. I I, I, I did, I wrote a quote a week, couple of weeks ago, and it was to, to all low value men. <laughs> And a low-value man is a man that's, in my opinion, that is not financially stable. Like, you live from paycheck to paycheck. A low-value man, he lacks confidence. Low-value man, he doesn't have his physical fitness in check. A low-value man is a man that has the inability to communicate or to articulate himself. That's what a low-value man is, period. You know? So... If you low value and you have a girlfriend, you better leave her because she's going to leave you. How's she going to cheat on you? I'm telling you, with a guy like me, I'm telling you. It happens every day, all day. You can't, like, if your girl goes on vacation, I'm not going to put that out there. If your girl's going on vacation with other girls, I could tell you some stories. <clears throat> So just let her know. Don't even call her. Just text her. Say, baby, I love you, but right now I need to focus on myself. So this will be the last interaction that we're going to have within a relationship. I wish you the best. That's it. I mean, you're 21, man. Who cares? 22, 23. And first of all, you know, if you think that's insensitive, women to do the same thing to you. Women would do the same thing to you. And women will be very direct. I'm sorry, you know, it's just me. It's not you. I need to work on myself, right? So you, you need to do it before she does it to you. 
So you're not there sitting with a broken heart, smoking weed and vaping and drinking because a woman left you, okay? Just leave her first. I thought I heard that she has a mental health problem. First of all, he cannot diagnose this woman. He don't know if she has a mental health problem. He's not a psychiatrist. He's not a psychologist. Probably, it's probably in a toxic relationship. You know? <clears throat> Leave. Leave her. Hey, Beverly, how are you? Although the relationship brings a lot of drama into my life and deters me from my mission, I'm 21 and I got a lot ahead of me. Avoid the unhappy and unlucky. Of course. Okay, you already know the answer, so leave her. Be a friend or whatever, but don't be in a relationship with her. Cut it off. I wish more men had the ability to dump women. Just let them go. You know, women... You know, low-value men, they just don't have the ability to tell a woman, no, I'm done with you. I'm sorry, this is not going to work out. This is just not my, you're not my type. You got to learn, like, high-value men, it's easy for them to do this with no problem. And the reason why high-value men can do this because they're high-value. They've set themselves up in a way that they're so desired and they have such high standards it don't even make sense for them to beg and plead and cry for a woman. For what? Okay? What's next? I'm asking the question. Well, Joan, don't ask any questions because the questions come to me. You don't need to ask any questions to the young man. He's speaking to me. Thank you for your advice, but no thanks, young lady. Okay? Let Daddy West handle this. That's why I'm the mentor. What's next? You're right. If I was at my peak, I would have left her a long time ago. Exactly. Exactly. A lot of you men are dealing with women, and you know if you was wealthy and rich, you wouldn't be dealing with that woman. Come on. Act as if. Act like you're already rich. And leave her. Let her go. All right? And the reason why you probably have so much drama, because you have so many issues yourself, men. You got emotional issues, physical issues, mental issues. You're not disciplined. You're lethargic. You're lazy. You need to start to reconstruct yourself. Do you know what authority marketing is? Um, tell me, Shakira, if you don't mind, tell me what it is. Next question for me here. Please share. You're very welcome, Sky. What's next?
Hey, Heidi, how are you? Any more questions for me? <coughs> I'm in the move some bacon and eggs right now. Uh, I am. What's the first luxury car you bought when you became a millionaire uh, a G-Wagon? Wes, what laptop do you use? I have a uh, uh, MacBook Pro, the small version, though. <sighs> Any more questions for me here? It's almost been two hours to get value here tonight, folks. The big differences between low value and high value men and women ran topic will be dope. Yeah, I mean, that's maybe I'll talk about that tomorrow. I mean, listen, I think a low value man know who he is. You know, it's so funny. The posts that I posted about low value men, the only people that left a comment was low value men because they were like oh this is bullshit you're crazy you're a clown you know first of all high value men they would not respond to a post like that if i'm talking about low value men because i said to all low value average men <laughs> and it's so funny all the low value men had something to say that was negative because high value men they don't even they don't they're not gonna reply to that because they're not low value it's not for them it's for you that so so everybody that replied that was negative on that post you can go to my wall and see it because you're low value because that's what low value men do first of all even high high value men they're not negative people you know high value men don't spend this time debating or online or being negative and talking about a man or a woman they don't even know based off what they said based off their opinion high value man don't do this shit for what we don't have time too busy making money too, we're too busy making love to your woman i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> oh i could tell you some stories but i'm not not tonight uh What's next? Questions here. <laughs> so, well, look, why the low value men are leaving negative comments on my posts? It all uh, I'm banging your wife or I'm banging your your girlfriend. You don't even know. You don't. You don't. You have no idea. You don't, you won't even know. We don't have time. We're too busy with your woman, and you too busy living negative comments on the internet. <laughs> Oh, uh, maybe one day I'll tell those stories. What are the three, three things you feel you could have done differently in your 20s? Uh, um, you know, well, yeah. In my 20s, I would have got rid of all my friends sooner. I would have eliminated all the friends in my life. They were just, I love them, but they were just worthless, honestly. <laughs> I know that sounds to be extreme, but. I would have got rid of all, all of them, honestly. Wes, what's your thought 
thoughts. The stories really can spice up the rants. Oh, I'm sure. Which, what are your thoughts on passive income versus recurring income? Um, it's basically the same, man. Passive income, recurring income, it's the same. I was wondering if you had heard of Authority Mark because it is a system that I'm interested in using. Really? I mean, tell me more about it then. Any more questions for me? Tell me more about it, Shakira, uh, Sarah. I love you in all, all forms. Well, thank you, Shuby. Shuby beauty. Shuby, Shuby do. Spiritual, stimulating. How are you? Okay, guys, I'm done. I love you. I love you. I love you. Say it back. Show me some love. All right, I love you. I appreciate you as well. Make sure you tune in tomorrow night. I go live same time, same bad channel, same millionaire, same everything, same view. And, and um, I would reiterate what James said. Keep listening to the rants. That young man has been listening to me for three years so say if it took you three years to make ten thousand dollars a month is it worth it of course and the sooner you do it you know the sooner you just do it just buckle down and just get it done the faster you will see results okay also turning your notifications folks when i go live just in case i go live early you will get a notification okay make sure your notifications for wesley virgin is on on instagram hey much love this is Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin, and let's go.